Hello, everybody, and welcome to your Tuesday episode of Max Sports. My name is Max. We have crowned ourselves a national champion in college football. I want to break it down. I watched the whole game last night. I remember at the, I was at the bowling alley. It was absolutely electric there with how many Michigan fans there were when I was there. And uh, overall, it was a pretty competitive game for the most part. So I love to break this one down and kind of just think about what's next for each team as we get ready and uh, get headed into the offseason for college football. Let's get things started. Now, this game ended pretty much the way I was expecting it to. I thought Michigan was going to win this game, but I did think it was going to be a close football game or, uh, you know, Michigan would be in control of it and have the lead, but Washington would still linger around until the late second half where Michigan would pull away. What was the difference in this one? Obviously, the run game. Michigan was able to absolutely take control of the game for the most part with running the football. Blake Corum, what else is there to say on a kid that's had a very successful career at Michigan? 21 carries, 134 yards, and two touchdowns. How about the backup running back, Donovan Edwards? He had huge rushes in the first half of the game. Two rushes that both went for long touchdowns. Felt like he was untouched, too. As soon as he got outside, he kind of like got stuck on the line uh, uh, early in the game, kicked it out, and went untouched all the way to the house. And from that moment on, when I know that when I knew that Michigan was going to be able to run the ball no matter when and where, I had a very confident belief that they were going to be the ones winning this game. And I do think it was the difference. J.J. McCarthy, while he was very careful with the ball and did not turn it over like Michael Penix, didn't have a huge day through the air. He only completed 10 passes for 140 yards. But he didn't need to do much because the run game took over. I think that is the big issue here because when you look at Washington's run game, uh, Dylan Washington, who was injured in the game against Texas, was trying to make it a go in this one here, and he had 11 carries for 33 yards. It was a rough night for Washington trying to run the ball, and uh, it doesn't help very much when they're having to you know throw the ball 51 times against that solid Michigan defense. Michael Penix, man, he is a tough kid. Got to give credit to Penix. Um, he was getting absolutely beat up in that game. You saw him grabbing his rib cage by the end of it, but he fought out uh, through the entire game, always trying to make sure Washington had a chance here. I do think Washington had a chance at this game. However, anytime they got the ball in that third quarter with a chance to tie, they just weren't able to get things done. It was the Michigan football formula. Anytime, it doesn't matter what it was. And I said this in my pregame. I said, if Michigan can get a lead, whether it's three points or 30 points, if they can get stops on defense, it feels like that lead is three times as big as it really is. So congratulations on Michigan. Congratulations to coach Harbaugh. I will say it'll be interesting to think about what is next for these teams after this season. Remember, there's a lot of change happening in college football next year. Both of these teams are actually going to be in the same conference next year. So maybe we'll see this rematch someday in the form of a rivalry. 
Maybe this sparks a new Big Ten rivalry. That would be fun. Maybe this becomes a Big Ten championship game someday, too. So overall, I think both teams showed that they did belong in this one. I think the reason why the score looks like a little bit of a runaway at the end was the good run game by Michigan. And again, Washington, the gas just kind of they just kind of ran out of gas in the third or in the fourth quarter. So I think this game was closer than the score looks, but I do think Michigan did everything to win very handedly. I mean, let's be honest, a, a double digit win in a national championship game. I mean, outside of the Georgia demolition that they did last year, I, I think that this is a pretty one sided national championship game. The one thing that is going to interest me is what's going to happen in the future for these teams. For Washington, we've seen Kalen DeBoer now for a few years at Washington, and we've seen Michael Penix Jr. the last couple. Can Washington keep this momentum going, though? Finishing number two in the nation, can they get another quarterback? Can they keep offensive weapons coming in? They are going to be losing a ton this offseason. Romo Duze. A very, very skilled receiver. Michael Penix Jr., he's going to be gone. There's a lot of pieces of this Washington offense and defense that will be leaving. Will they be able to reload and keep uh, a standard of this, this high? Or is it going to be a couple of years before we see Washington on the map like this again? As for Michigan, they might even have more questions than Washington. They have a lot of people potentially leaving this year, including Coach Harbaugh. Now, honestly, I don't know if Jim Harbaugh will be leaving for an NFL gig or not. It seems like he does want to go to the NFL again someday. And I will say, if there was a time that he would leave, it would be now. I'll put it this way, though, for Michigan fans, not worry you. If Jim Harbaugh stays after this run, with a national championship at the end of it, I think he's a lifer if he stays after this year because he's already been testing the NFL waters for the last couple of years now. I think if he stays for a long-term deal, yes, technically you can always leave for the NFL, but after all this, if he stays, I think he's here for the long run. But they have a lot of pieces that they are going to be losing, a lot of veteran pieces. J.J. McCarthy's going to be gone. Blake Corum's going to be gone. There's going to be a lot of pieces on that defense that are going to be gone. And so if you're Jim Harbaugh, you also have to question, are you going to be able to get another J.J. McCarthy back at Michigan and build enough around him for another run like this? Remember, it's only going to get more difficult as the Big Ten is expanding. So what's interesting about this is we've seen two teams that are right on the cusp of a potential dynasty run if they can keep this running. But if they can't reload fast enough, it may just be a one-and-done appearance for both of these teams. I am very interested in seeing how these teams go into next season in the Big Ten world, this new updated Big Ten um, conference now. I mean, remember, this is like a, I think like a 16 or like 18-team conference now. I mean, Washington, Oregon, um, UCLA and USC have all joined the the Big Ten. So th this is going to be a very uh, difficult, a very competitive 
conference now where there's not really going to be any bye weeks anymore. And so both of these teams are going to have a lot of work to do in order to get back to the spot where they were this season. I am very excited to see that, though, and I do think that there's a very good chance that both teams could make an appearance again, depending on what happens this offseason. The transfer portal nowadays, it's very easy to be able to turn things around and find additions in the transfer portal, reload quick, and get right back into this type of spot. It is interesting, and I'm very glad that two teams that haven't had national championship success in the last 20-something years are finally getting a chance at winning at the highest level. It's not the Ohio States and Alabama's and Georgia's and Florida State's, all of those teams that we've seen in the last 20 years win national titles. And it's not SEC football as well either. It's nice to see someone else for a change. And I think it's well-deserved for a change that we see different teams. I think both of these teams prove that they belong on this stage. So overall, I'd love to know if you're a fan of Washington or a fan of Michigan, what are you feeling right now? Because honestly, I'm neutral. I don't I don't really care about either of these teams. I know I am from Michigan, but I'm, I've never really been a fan of the team. And I do like NFL football more. So what do you think about this? How does this feel for you guys? Is it the equivalent of like a Super Bowl for you? Um, what do you think about the future at Michigan? Or are you just soaking it all in right now, enjoying what's happening right now? I would love to know your thoughts on this because it is a big question that is going to need to be asked in the offseason is if Jim Harbaugh is staying. Because if he leaves, he'll be probably one of the most desired coaches in all of the NFL. I mean, the Raiders, I know, would be interested. The Chargers may be interested. The Bears may be interested. And if he leaves, who replaces him? That's the one that's interesting to me. Who would replace Jim Harbaugh at Michigan? Is it someone that's already there? And if it is someone that's already there, would they ever be able to do better than what Harbaugh has done in his tenure at Michigan? So that's where we're going to kind of wrap things up. Again, congratulations to Michigan on being the 2023-2024 college national champions. It'll be very interesting to see what happens going into next season. And uh, as for Washington, congrats on being runners-up. I know it doesn't feel good. I, I saw the bitterness and the the emotion coming out of um, their head coach's face doing his, his uh, post-game interview, and I think they played a great game out there. It just looks like the offense really shut down in that second half for Washington. They had chances, but they just didn't execute when they needed to. Uh, the big play of this game that I had to say that, that could have had some opportunity for Washington here was Penix thrown out to Rome Odunze. Uh, this was to get them right in like the red zone early in the first uh, first quarter and um, wasn't the best thrown ball, but Odunze was so open that you, th- you thought he would have caught it and it hit him in the hands. He had to kind of turn his body and correct because of the ball that wasn't thrown perfect, um, and it, it, he dropped it. I mean, if he caught that ball, it would have set up Washington very well in the red zone. And uh, they went forward on fourth down to try and keep the energy and keep the, the competition going when it comes to a matchup against them. And uh, that play could have had a huge difference in the outcome of this game. So it, it maybe made it a, it could have made it a 16, 20 game 
going into the third quarter. So I, it ended up not being that way. I think Michigan did exactly what we all thought they would have. They kind of did that boa constrictor offense where clock management, time of possession, push for first downs. I mean, total yardage, 443 yards. And again, J.J. McCarthy only passed for um, 140 through the air. So 300 yards on the ground is nuts. And um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm very impressed with this Michigan team moving forward. This is a team that almost, I hate to say it this way, but I, I feel like they were capable of more than what they showed this year. When it comes to like J.J. McCarthy, he didn't even pass for 3,000 yards on the season, yet I think he is fully capable of doing that. The the Michigan offensive line and run game has just been so dominant this year. Why change it if you can't stop it, you know? And, um, yeah, it'll be interesting to see what their formula is next year to repeat and defend their national title. We're going to wrap up the episode here today. It's going to be a little bit of a shorter one. Tomorrow, we jump back to NFL talk. I don't know if I want to do a power rankings yet or if I want to do uh, something else, but it is going to be NFL talk. Um, We might talk about coaching moves. I think that might be a fun thing to talk about. Other than that, though, um, yeah, this is where we are going to wrap up today's episode. Thank you all for listening to these episodes as we start off our new year. It'll be interesting to see if we can beat last year's um, plays, which we got to 1,400 plays in our first year, which is pretty good for for just starting this out and doing it for fun. So thank you to all who have been listening. I appreciate you all. Thanks for listening. I will see you tomorrow. Adios.